Hey guys, this is Brian Holleran. You may know me from obviously the Clerks movies, but you're listening to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. Nice. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Dueling genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Dogma, one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 64, quite possibly the greatest incognito minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Terkash. And I'm Bubba Wheat from It's Time to Rewind. Well, that doesn't sound like a normal Movies by Minutes podcast. You're going to have to explain it to Chris. He has a very small attention span. <laughs> sure. It's, it is inspired by the Movies by Minutes but uh, on It's Time to Remind, I take a time loop movie or a TV show, and I break it down time loop by time loop. And I, I alternate between movies and TV shows. The first season, I did Groundhog Day. Then I did some episodes of The Twilight Zone. Um, and currently, I am doing Buffy and Angel. I'm focusing on their single time loop uh, episodes, and each of their, they each had one in their respective shows. It's funny because when you first said that, I'm like, oh, that doesn't seem like you'd have a lot to do. And then I start remembering. Actually, that's a very well-worn trope. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you could even do, like, Mork and Mindy and, like, Happy Days. Like, you can go back as far as you want. Because yeah, it just has to be something where somebody gets – is it they're stuck in a loop? Like, you know, the – it's funny because when you said stuck in a loop, I immediately thought of the Next Generation episode. Yeah. I'm, where they're caught in I'm the, the loop. I'm planning on – yeah, I think every every Star Trek series had at least one time loop episode, if not more than one. Oh yeah, so it's like a holodeck I, episode. You got to have a couple of them. Yeah, that's going to be a long season because whenever I get to that, I'm planning on t- hitting every single one of them. Oh yeah, because there's, like there's so many time loops, and and every. especially shows like that, sci-fi shows would do direct time loops, and then ones that are like would still probably kind of be covered under that, like. Well, and, and I'm also like the the next movie I'm planning on doing is Memento, so it's it's not a strict time loop, but it's kind of a time loop from his perspective. Oh yeah. Oh, is that the one where he gets the tattoos and he? Yeah. Uh, I, I like, do remember that. One. Chris, I'm so proud you remembered a movie. Awesome, <laughs> Memento. That's like that's a deep cut for me, Jeff. I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> there was like real actors and stuff in that. It wasn't. Yeah. I'm- Pretty sure that was over two hours too. I'm pretty sure that was at least two hours long. Too. Well, that was, you were younger then; you could probably handle it. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of it being a while, this minute starts with this being huge, and God, and ends with Chris getting hammered. <laughs> just, just so you know, that was the ice tea because you called me a drunk piece of crap last week. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> that doesn't so. sound like me. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I can't remember exactly. What it was. All right, so this is the, our second minute of, I think it was just our second minute of Azrael basically intervening, if you're looking at it from their point of view, helping them, being like, hey, you know, they're out to get you. Last minute, he basically said they're going to try to kill you, both sides, yeah. heaven and hell. Which we weren't and, sure about. Yeah, it seems a little out of character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then we did say, like, it depends on which God's coming after you. Are you getting... New Testament God or Old Testament God? Because that could yeah. your mileage may vary on exactly how bad things are going to go for you. <laughs> Old Testament's pretty vengeful, so yeah. Old Testament might kill everybody on Earth just to get you. 
<laughs> he did no, that once with a flood. And then we do eventually find out that he's lying about the other side because he's the only one that knows from the uh, from the hell side of things. Oh yeah, yeah. It's funny because there's a lot. I mean, we're 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 finding out, or we've been told that like basically existence is on the line, and so few people know about what's going on. <laughs> like heaven's hiding it from their their side. Hell doesn't know except for Azrael and the couple goons that he picked up. So like, there's literally like eight people in the know. Like, they're not I, even I, really in the know. Like, they still don't know what, what's going on. Well, I mean, know who knows? Missing. So Metatron knows. The Apostle knows. Um, it, it was just a dumb luck. They ran across the muse and told her. Right. And then it's been Azrael had the Golgothan and the, uh, what's it called? The, uh, the hockey Stygian, the Stygian triplets. Yeah. But they don't know where he is. Like they don't know what's up. I don't like uh, Golgothan is obviously right. just a monster. Me, sure. The other the, the triplets don't know anything. No, I'm saying everybody do, doesn't know where he is. Do they? No, they do. Right? Do they know where he is? Um. Or well, I don't know. You don't know how much his goons know. Right. You know, if it's typical goon logic, they don't know nothing. <laughs> true. 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 And now also, he's lying so much in this scene. You don't really know how much of what he's saying is true because I, I think he says that. He snuck up on here on a routine possession. Yeah. Which, I even that that like it's one of those. Is it? Is he doing the, the Hitler thing here, where you you got to throw some truth in there to mix in with your lies to make it really, to really stick? He may have really done that. Like that may be the only thing that is true. Because he's making it like they will stop at nothing to get you. Like, I guess so. But like they're also just kind of looking for you. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's like, they're not even looking for them. They're just trying to get to New Jersey at this point. Like, they're not yeah, worried about catching them in transit. They're trying to stop them at the entry point. You got a lapsed, a lapsed Catholic and two stoners. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not the A team. I mean, literally and figuratively. <laughs> you know. Hannibal and the boys would have this wrapped up in 42 minutes. With 400 gunshots and no one hurt. And no one hurt. <laughs> and the ending would be a lot different. No one would be hurt. Yeah, yeah. Several people would flip out of Jeeps and then walk away. <laughs> it was funny. So, if I hadn't watched last minute, I would assume that none of these actors, or I'm sorry, that the Jason Lee was not even in the same room with the other two guys. Well, who knows if he really is while they're shooting it, right? Well, I mean, it's Kevin Smith movie, so they probably are. But, like, even when Ben Affleck shakes his hand, y- you don't see him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like two-sided camera ag- action going on. It could be in different buildings, for all we know. Hey, Chris, when you saw the train, did you have flashbacks to North by Northwest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what, Jeff? I swear. I swear I thought of North by Northwest when it went through. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one thing that I do love is I, I do love the uh, the wardrobe choices for both Azrael and Bartleby and Loki. You got uh, Azrael in this nice suit with the hat hiding his horns, and I I do think it's it's interesting. I I like Kevin Smith's choice that all the angels are wearing hoodies because the hoods represent their halos. Yes. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, it's like their it's like their angel uniform, which yeah, <laughs> it does lead you to wonder like, what did they wear for the first two thousand years? I hoodies, mean, 
They, they wore hoodies. And like, <laughs> yeah, like, they around with hoodies the whole time. Native Americans are like, these people are crazy. What are they wearing? <laughs> they, well, they probably wore headdresses. <laughs> these people are appropriating our culture. <laughs> well, I've shot him with 50 arrows and he hasn't died, so I think we should just leave them alone. <laughs> Yeah, it's surprising there wasn't some sort of, you know, they're lucky they didn't get a religion built around them. They must have really been hiding. True, true. Because you would think they'd start worshiping them when they tried to kill them and couldn't. Um, I'm always surprised by the scene when it when we see the train go by and then it cuts back into the thing, and Chris Rock's talking. I'm always like, what is Linda Fiorentino doing? Yeah, I couldn't figure out what she was doing. And but the train. It's the whole. Yeah, it's, it's the whole train coming out of the tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it usually, the repre- train usually represents sex. Yeah, <laughs> and then she's bending over right in the right yeah, spot. <laughs> I was like, "What do we just believe she was doing? Is she just stretching?" I think. Like, is it just to get her like ass in the screen? <laughs> she's like, listen. Um, Linda Fiorentino in 1999. I'm obligated to have my ass in every movie. <laughs> like I'm already not getting naked, which was my normal at this time. Right. So you better figure out a way to at least to get me to stick my ass up in the air. At first, I thought she was like trying to get the luggage or something, but then I'm like, nope, she's just, you know, doing the world's worst Pilates in there. <laughs> yeah, especially trying to stretch and where you only have two feet of room. You'd think that she would go out into the hallway and stretch where she'd actually have a bit more room. Well, yeah. I mean, they're already on, on the largest, nicest train this side of North by Northwest. <laughs> I rode in a train car like this in this in uh, Universal Studios, and they crammed like 14 of us into that little car facing each other. Was it a Strangers. ride? Yeah, it was the Harry Potter thing when you're going from one side to the other. We're talking about trains, and the closest you can get to it is the Hogwarts Express. It, it looks almost like that, only the, the seats are closer together, and you're on there with 300 other strangers. It's like if I asked like, what it's spot. like to ride in a car, and you're like, I was on the DeLorean one time in the Back of the Future ride. <laughs> I, wish, I, I wish. I missed that. They closed that down before I got there. Yes. Yeah, uh, I used like, to take the train to work every like every day. It was uh, in the Chicago area, but it, it wasn't like the uh, the subway. It was the the metro, so it was the nicer the suburban train. But it still wasn't this nice. Now As I've a been growing up in Kensington. I used to ride the L, but I have flashbacks to that. I didn't want to talk about. Listen, it. You, as soon as you said Kensington and L, like listen, the only thing that I could say if you want to know what that train looked like is watch the Warriors. <laughs> I can smell the urine just thinking about. It. I can smell the urine. <laughs> Now, meanwhile, I've ridden those disgusting trains, like the ones in the Philly, and then, yeah, like I've been on some Amtrak, like cross country trains. They're nice. I've never been on. I mean, they really are. I mean, they're not as cramped as like I've also been on the one to go into New York from here from right. New Jersey, and there's been a few like nightmare scenarios. I can remember leaving New York one time to come home, and we got on the train and it was packed. Yes. It was just every seat's filled, and you were just like uh, just a mass of humanity. And it took forever to load the train because it's just that's how long it takes. And you're just like, oh my god, I cannot believe. It. And you got to go through the tunnel to get underneath the river. And you're just like, oh my god, this is the worst thing ever. I'm gonna die on this thing. It's like yeah, one in the I, morning. I'm just like, I want to get the fuck out of here. I had I had one of those situations. There was some sort of like massive event in Chicago, and I think there was one time where 
Like they they didn't even like they stopped the train, but they didn't. They let people out, but they didn't let anybody on because they're like we're full. And then they just they said you know wait till the next train. And it was like it wasn't quite like if you've uh, ever seen like the videos of the of the trains in Japan where they have the people in the white clubs like pushing the people through the doors. It wasn't that bad, but it wasn't too far off. I, whenever I watch that, I'm always like, can you imagine doing that to somebody? At like a New York train station, you run up and try to jam them into a train. Well, you wouldn't have to worry about doing that again because you'd be picking your teeth up off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. If that guy turned around, he's like, "Guess what? I can miss my stop to beat the living shit out of you." <laughs> right. I think we're both going to stay here on this platform while I punch you in the face. <laughs> they might hold the train just so all the passerby's could watch you get your face thumped in. True. He's like, look at that. One last passenger for the train because he's going to the emergency room. <laughs> <laughs> There's room for one more. <laughs> Now, it was packed. Now, the only upside of my train thing, at least, and, of course, I was going to the last stop. So, like, people would start getting off and getting off and getting off. And you're like, we'd be going to the airport. I'm like, don't you people need to travel somewhere? Get off this train. (laughs) Go somewhere. Like, the cross-country trains are nice. I mean, the one time I had, like, a little room. Now, before you start thinking, hey, I've seen rooms in trains on movies. Uh, No. It was literally the size of my bathroom. It had like a little a table about the, about eight inches wide in the middle, yeah. And like they flipped up the seats to make the quote unquote beds. So you were in there by yourself or with some stranger? No, I was by myself. Okay. I think I was well, just there with some other that... dude. Like, how you doing there, Hans? It's good to see. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> now, it's funny you say that because if you went to the dining car, they just sat you as you came in, so you would just sit oh. with strangers and eat. Yeah. See, I don't like that. Now, I will take you back. I, I am an old person, so this was early 2000s. So, like, people were sitting there, like, talking because not everybody had a cell phone to sit there and ignore everybody. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, some people would talk, and sometimes they wouldn't. That maybe is a good thing with cell phones, though, because now I can just yeah. stare at my phone. I don't even have to make eye contact yeah. with nobody anymore. One of the times I ate, I had a Catholic priest sitting with me. <laughs> really? He came and walked over, and he sat down, and he's like, you don't have to get that look on your face. <laughs> I was just like, well, that was me. I must have like rolled my eyes or something when he came over. He was like, did you ever see Dogma? <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> I think at some point, because he was an older guy, I think at some point I said, is there a younger priest that's going to show up too? <laughs> he didn't think it was quite as funny as I did. Yeah, if you start, flick- if you start flicking holy water in my face, I'm out of here. Yeah. Well, it's real bad if he starts flicking at you and you're like, ow. <laughs> It burns. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw Father David doing that at the meetup. He just flipping holy water <laughs> people just to check, you know, just do a little, do a little recon. I don't know. That building looked like it was uh, possessed. I'll tell you that. Oh, no, I just because it was a what was it a mortuary or something before? It was all mortuary or something or a mausoleum? I don't know what it was. But it was gross. Yeah, he says that she sounds like Jesus. Why? Just because he doesn't want to do something? He sounds like everybody I work with. <laughs> True. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> this sucks. I'd rather have stayed in bed. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm immediately suspect of anybody that shows up at work at a normal job. I'm not talking about a thing where, like, it's your your business, your passion. Right. I mean, run-of-the-mill, shitty job. Shows up and it's like, man, I'm glad to be here. No. Because no. they're either high or drunk. Look, there's got to be some reason. Unless it's, <laughs> yeah. like you said... Every once in a while at our work, somebody will come in and they're making an unbelievable amount of money that day. Okay, I can almost buy that. 
I still don't I, understand. I still don't want to be there, but like it makes no, it a little easier to know I'm making double my normal pay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we, we learned that Jesus liked to listen to people sit around and just just BS about stuff. I'll bet he did, because the rest of his time was wrapped up in performing miracles and getting food for a bunch of lazy bastards that wouldn't take it take food with them to go out for the day. Yeah, he pretty much had to feed everybody and get their wine together. Yeah, for a minute, whenever I was listening to this, I had I had a moment where I wasn't entirely sure if Rufus was talking about God or Jesus, even though because they I know he says him, and this is after Amen. the point where the um, where the muse is mentioned that God is female, but they still have a lot of pronoun mixing uh, even after this. So whenever I was watching this again, I was, I was like, you know, whenever she says, well, I guess at this point, because Bethany says him, and I think for the most part, Bethany, except for a couple slip-ups, she's mostly switched over to calling God her. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I assumed Jesus when they were talking. I mean, he finally, after like two sentences, he finally says Christ loves to sit around the fire. Right. Like I said, any day where he just got to sit around with his boys was probably so great for him. Because other days it was like, oh, I gotta go do the Sermon on the Mount. I swear <laughs> to God, I swear to Dad, I gotta do this stuff every day. <laughs> and then knowing, because they say at the beginning, like he knew all along what would happen to him. Like, well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, know what's coming. That sucks. So is Jesus in the thirty-three club, or the, or is it? Because there's a 27 club, right? He, does he have his own? Does people, any famous people die at 33 that are like, yeah, I'm just like Jesus. You know, for years they talked about that 27 club, and when they said it, I would hear people say it all the time. Um, they're in a 27 club. That's when Jesus died, and, I'm, and I always thought that was true. And then I looked at, then I look it up, and it's like it's not even close. <laughs> no, he outlived those losers. Yeah. And the only I just remember I I think like whenever they started uh, Smodcast I think Jason Mewes hit his Jesus year and they on one of the early Smodcasts they were talking about whenever he turned thirty three that that was his Jesus year. Yeah, I I I think I referred to my thirty three as my Jesus year too. <laughs> I don't remember that year. I didn't do that, but I did watch um, Clerks on my thirty seventh birthday. <laughs> All right, so you know what we're going to do now before we uh, sign off for this minute? I'm going to do the top 10 people who died, top 10 celebrities who died at the age of 33. <laughs> Here we go. Um, well, I was going to do 10, but I'm looking at this list. This is this list sucks my ass. So I'm going to do the 10 that they have, and then, uh, then I'm going to laugh at how bad it sucks. <laughs> the, the first one, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, guys, we're getting off to a bad start. <laughs> Dean Coral. <laughs> oh, Dean. Oh, yeah, him. him. Oh, you were friends with him? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was an American serial killer and pederast. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, did I say I was? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I wasn't friends with him. (laughs) That's how he's listed. He's listed as American serial killer and pederast. I'm like, that's awesome. Wow, that's how they list him? Yeah. That's his his claim to fame. That sucks. You do not want that at the top of your Wikipedia page. No. Um, Number nine, Eva Braun. So it's not getting much better. (laughs) At least I know who that Mistress is. and later wife of Adolf Hitler. Yeah, for like two hours. Uh, Carol Lombard. 
She died in 1942. Probably not a huge fan of her work. Um, here's one you, you will actually know. Bon Scott. Hmm, 33, really? Yep. At least according to this site that I didn't fact check. <laughs> um, number six, Evita Peron. Wow, there is a lot of pieces of shit on this list. <laughs> it's really bounced out by Jesus. Uh, number five is Sam <laughs> Cooke. Uh, number four, John Belushi. Ah, uh, 30, yeah. See, I always think of him as older for some reason. Because he was, I mean, think about it. He died in 1982. Right. I guess. He was much older than so me. So by now. the time you're, he just looks so much. <laughs> he doesn't, even in like his first movies, even in like Animal House, he already looks like 35. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. Uh, number three, Nipsey Hussle. And number two, <laughs> I'm going to, I love the dead silence on that one. That was the best. <laughs> I was like, waiting? Because I have I no think idea we said, who that is. Was that a moment of silence for Nipsey Hussle? Or uh, number two, Naya Rivera. You would remember her as Santana Lopez on Glee. I think I remember. Yeah. If I remember correctly, she drowned. Oh yeah, that was it. That was an awful accident. Like she yeah. died. She drowned saving her son. Yeah, oh, I her, remember yeah. that. She went in after her son and drowned. Yeah. Did her son live? Yeah, he did. Oh wow, that's even worse. Yeah, and number one, Chris Farley. Well, I associate him and John Belushi together. I guess because they were heavy guys, and they both yeah, died so. at thirty-three. Huh? Yeah. 33 Club's not that good. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm quickly going through the rest of the list. Just at 100 miles an hour here. Uh, Carrie Von Eric. That one was really? for you, Chris. Derek yeah, Thomas. Texas Tornado. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Germanicus. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> who cares? I don't know who that is. <laughs> um, oh, Timothy McVeigh. Uh, the uh, well, Unabomber? <laughs> yeah. No, not the <laughs> Unabomber. No, no, no. The Oklahoma City Bomber. Oh, yeah, wrong, wrong bomber. bomber. Yeah. I know it was a bomber. I got close. <laughs> uh, anybody else that we had? No, 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 no. A bunch of people from like the 13th century. Why would I care about any of these people? I'm busy looking up Kerry Von Eric. Why are you looking up Kerry Von Eric? <laughs> because I wanted to make sure he was the Texas Tornado and not his brother. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there like six Von Erics? Yeah, there was. That's why I want to look. <laughs> oh, Constantine the Fourth. Uh, oh, he was much better was, than like, Constantine the Third. Six Von Erickson. I don't think any of them are still alive. You might be right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go out on a on a bad thing there, right there about how all the Von Erics are dead. <laughs> all right, all right. Nate, you want to do your blogs? Why Why Chris lights a candle for the Texas tornado, who may or may not have been a member of the Von Erick family? <laughs> uh, sure. You can find it's time to rewind on uh, it's on Anchor, and I also have a Facebook group. It's time to rewind a time loop group. And you can follow me on Twitter is, you know, if, if Twitter is still around by the time this episode airs, <laughs> uh, where I'm at Bubba Wheat. We are the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We're on DoingGenre.com. Um, go look up the Von Erics and see if I was right. <laughs> Anything else, Jeff? We've got to go incognito. Who's that?